Hello and welcome back to the What Would She Know podcast. Thank you for coming back for another weekly brain dump and a free therapy session. This is your host, Lily Heenan. If you're new here, welcome. And today I am going to be talking about how to tell the difference between intuition and anxiety. But before we get into that, I'm going to own my shit. And a little bit of an update. I had a wedding on the weekend it was one of my good friends Chelsea's wedding and her now beautiful husband Tom it was the most beautiful wedding so happy for you it's just like a surreal and incredible thing to watch one of your friends so happy and thriving and getting married like that was my first friend's wedding like I've obviously been to families weddings in the past before but I've never had or watched a friend, like a good friend get married before and it was just the most incredible experience and it was such a good weekend. I even have battle scars to show for it. Like, firstly, how good is love? And secondly, yeah, I have battle scars on my legs to show for the good weekend that I had because it was at her parents' house on a farm. It was the most stunning setup ever. I literally want to get married there myself. Um, shout out Trudy and Gerald for hosting that because it was just incredible. Anyway, it was obviously on a farm and it was there was like a gravel um, dirt road and I was walking on the road um, to get to like the ceremony of the, the reception and obviously I had big heels on and I my feet like roll in especially in big heels. I don't know. I just have really weak ankles, I think. And I rolled in and your girl literally fell down, scraped my leg, was bleeding. Everyone saw, everyone laughed. (sighs) Man down. That's literally what happened. And anyway, yeah, I've got, and I'm like, it still hurts like my leg. But anyway, Um, the thing that I'm owning my shit for today, this is kind of, I feel like, I'm comfortable enough to tell you guys this, but don't ever use it against me because this is hands down my biggest insecurity and I'm probably like, it's probably my fault that I'm sharing it with you guys, but someone will notice it one day, surely. I don't know, maybe not. But (laughs) I was born with a deformity, not even kidding. So my pinky toes, right? They're supposed to have three bones in them. They were only born with two. So they kind of like lap over my fourth toe and they stick up and it is, it sounds stupid and I know they're literally just toes and hardly anyone looks at your toes. But when I say it is literally my biggest insecurity, it is hands down my biggest insecurity. Like I used to wear socks to the beach because I just didn't want my feet out. Like I will do anything in my power not to have my feet out or not to have my toes on display. Like I hate them. They look weird. I've been picked on it my whole entire life for it. I'm obvi- It's like obviously my number one insecurity. I constantly think about it. I, um, I actually even went to go and have it them surgically um, like changed. And this was when I was younger. I think I was like 17 or 16 because I was just like to my parents, I literally can't do this anymore. It's like affecting my mental health. Um, I just need to get them like something needs to be changed here anyway I went and saw a surgeon and he pretty much said like we can do it we can um make it so they look normal so they're flat but 
there is like a 50% chance that you'll have nerve damage and pain for the rest of your life. And I can't guarantee that that won't happen, obviously, because there's a 50% chance. And that's a big chance. And obviously, because I was under 18 at the time and my mum obviously um, is in a wheelchair because she's got a spinal cord injury. She has nerve pain and she just pretty much said to me, I live with nerve pain every day. I'm not letting you risk the possibility of you having nerve pain because it is debilitating. Um, once you're 18 and you want to go through with this, that's your decision. But for now, like you're um, under our, you know, you're just going to have to wait till you're 18. Like we're not letting you do that if this is what you want to do. Anyway, I haven't ended up doing it. I still think about it, but then I still also think like I don't want it. It's really not that bad. Like also get the fuck over it, Lily. This is your just your little quirk. Their toes at the end of the day, who fucking gives a fuck? Anyway, the thing that I'm owning my shit for is I like even when I go into a reformer Pilates class, I will wear socks, right? Because I just don't want my toes out. I have been going to reformer lately without wearing socks not all the time sometimes because obviously I've been doing hot yoga a lot and no one wears socks in the class okay you don't wear socks when you do yoga but in Pilates like half the class will always wear socks like grip socks so it's kind of normal but whereas when you're in yoga no one wears socks so I haven't been wearing socks and yes I'm thinking about my toes like pretty much the whole time but I'm getting better and better at it just like retraining my thoughts and letting myself know that no one's looking at them. No one gives a fuck. They're literally just goes, who cares? Grow up. Stop letting such a minor thing impact your life. So that's what I'm owning my shit for. I've started to give less of a fuck about my toes. If anyone ever sees a picture of my toes and ever makes me feel insecure about it, I will literally cry. I'll die inside. But then again, I also just need to get the fuck over it. So that was really big for me to tell you guys that. Because any of my friend, like my friends know that it is just something that really impacts me. <laughs> and I'm slowly getting over it. But who cares? Okay, let's get into the episode of today. So how do I tell the difference between intuition and anxiety? So I feel like we always hear people say a woman's intuition is so powerful and to trust your gut and gut feelings are guardian angels. But for a lot of us, we're so disconnected from our intuition and we don't actually know what it is. And when you are someone who struggles with anxiety, it's really hard to know the difference between what is intuition and what actually is anxiety. So today I'm going to take you through like what is intuition, examples of it, because I feel like anxiety is pretty straightforward. You know, it's those like thoughts of like fear, um, the worst case scenario of things in your mind, but it can also present physically like um you know, your heart going a million miles an hour, chest pain, dizziness, panic attack. I'm also going to like um, take you through questions you ask yourself when you don't know if it's anxiety or intuition so you can establish whether it's either of them. And then I'm going to take you through how to connect with your intuition and then lastly I am going to give you some 
um, responses of how my friends navigate the difference between anxiety and their intuition because I asked a few of my friends, you know, how do you tell the difference between anxiety and intuition? And I just said, I'm going to I'm gonna share it because um, I feel like, yeah, there were some good responses in there from the gals. So intuition, what is it? Intuition is that instinctive knowledge that's separate from our conscious thinking and our mental chatter and our thoughts. Intuition is our inner knowledge. So the definition of intuition, one that I found, is that it is the ability to understand or recognize something instantly without the use of conscious reasoning, often manifesting as a gut feeling or instinctive reaction. It complements logical thinking and can be informed by expert knowledge and learned patterns, guided decisions and actions in various situations. And some examples are... A person walking down an alley feels a sense of unease and decides to change their route, later discovering that there was a threat lurking ahead. Another example is in a business meeting, a manager has a feeling that a particular decision is risky despite the data supporting it and chooses to hold off. See how those examples, there was a main word used there and it was this person had a sense or they felt a sense of unease or they felt that something was risky. They felt it in their body. They didn't think it, they felt it. And that is a big, that is the main difference of intuition and anxiety. So as your intuition, you're going to feel it. Anxiety, it's more a thought that comes. So if you're still not understanding it, the best way that I can probably describe it for me is the way I see my intuition is let's just say that there's two doors in front of me and I don't know what one to go through or I'm being told you need to go through one of these doors, pick one. And At first, I don't really know, but then I have this urge in my body that tells me to go to the right door, the door on the right. That's my intuition because I had this urge and this feeling in my body, but it didn't come from my head. It did. There wasn't a thought. It was just more of a feeling because if I had started having thoughts about which door to go through or thoughts about what could potentially be be behind the door or that there was something bad behind one of those doors, that's anxiety because, again, it's coming from my head. You hear so many stories of women rejecting a relationship and their body before they decide to leave when they're with their partner because you hear stories of girls having, you know, gut issues or health issues or things that have only come up since they have been with this partner but when they separate the issues go away and I feel like in a way that's someone's intuition trying to speak to them that's their body trying to speak to them in a way knowing how to tell the difference between intuition and anxiety can be really hard but it's really important and if you're someone who doesn't even feel like they can tell the difference, it, it is a practice because 
I'll get into a little bit about why why it might be hard for you because human beings are intuitive beings. We are born knowing how to trust our intuition. But over time, ignoring it for a certain period of time then makes it really hard for us to tune in with our bodies. So Albert Einstein, I'm going to read out this quote. It's a really good quote about this whole topic. He says that the intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. Your intuition is there to serve you for all the best possible outcomes at the end of the day. The inner knowing knows the way. It's the inner knowing without reasoning. Focusing on how you feel should be clear and will be clear. It should be a feeling of calm and concise and it's this feeling that you get in your gut. The best way that I can probably give a real life example for me in this situation is my intuitive mind and body told me a while ago, years ago actually, for a very long time that I need to start this podcast. There was something in me that was drawn to it. I wanted to do it. I felt like in a way it was my calling. I felt like I could really apply myself to it. It, it was a passion in a way like I would have a platform where I could speak about everything I've learned through all of my studies, through all of my learning. Like I said um, in a few episodes ago, there was such a gap in my small hometown of people because for me – there was suicide after suicide after suicide in my hometown. And I feel like everyone around me struggled with mental health and I struggled with mental health and I felt like I got a lot better. But there was such a gap with people posting the typical, it's okay to not be okay and mental health is important, like speak up if you need. But there was a gap in people posting that and people bringing awareness on mental health and that everyone has mental health and not everyone's mental health is going to be perfect every day but what can we actually do about it how do we help our mental health what tools can we implement in our life in order to feel better to be better to think better to have more control over our mental health and that was basically like I just wanted to help people in a way that was free because again my podcast isn't intended to replace therapy, but I do share things that I have learned through my studies, studying psychology that can be helpful for people to apply into their life. Now, for a very long time, I obviously wanted to do this. I think I even had my I created an Instagram page and I had it up like I created it for months before I actually did anything about it and even I it was one of those things where I really wanted to start a podcast but I also didn't trust myself that I could do it on my own like I remember asking people like friends like do you want to start a podcast with me and they're like eh like they didn't say no but they didn't say yes or like there was no drive from anyone or no one really took it seriously and I'm glad that that happened in a way because I think um, while I 
you know, when I sit, sit in here with guests and when I sit in here with friends, I leave it just thinking, wow, that was so nice. I wish I had someone to do this with, with every episode. But then again, I'm glad that in a way I have full control of my podcast and the information that I put out and I don't have to like run past anyone or there's like no clashes in like, because some of the things I say are quote unquote controversial or not everyone agrees with or not everyone is open to receiving the information that, you know, I learned or they could have different views to me or, you know, I think that I'm more spiritual than other people. I'm more holistic than other people. I'm more, people would probably call me woo woo than your typical Joe Blow. And I think at the end of the day, there's no one out there that would a hundred percent be the same as me. And I don't even think that that's a good idea. If you've got two podcast guests, like I think that if you've got guests, you would want them to be different in some areas, right? But I just think at the end of the day, it was probably good that I have done this by myself, even though it would have been amazing. Who knows? Maybe I'll do another podcast with like a completely new podcast with someone different one day. I don't know, but I'm just saying it worked out the best for me in the long run. But my intuition was saying, do it on your own. But my anxiety was saying, do it with someone else. Like you can't do it on your own. Like um, you need someone to carry you because you're not confident. You're not this, you're not that. And but my intuition was saying, just start it. You've got this. Who cares? Because I think that that can be a really different thing as well, right? Because your intuition says one thing, but just because your intuition is pushing you to do something, it doesn't mean that it's not going to be uncomfortable or it's not going to be scary or your intuition might be pushing you to do one thing, but you still might have anxiety about it as well, if that makes sense. So I think... I wanted to do this for a very long time. Intuition was telling me to do this, the podcast, but my anxious mind was also saying, nobody listen, nobody will listen. Everyone will judge you. Everyone will laugh at you. You're not good enough. All the negatives. And it's confusing, right? Because you've you've got this urge to do something, but then sometimes you might have thoughts that are completely contradicting to what you want to do but I think in these moments when you have an intuition when you have like a gut feeling on whether to do something whether that's like quitting your job or leaving a relationship or reaching out to an old friend or something and like you have that urge that into that feeling in your body that it's telling you to do something you still most likely will have anxious thoughts on something but that doesn't mean it's the wrong decision because doing something like maybe quitting your job because you know what's the right thing for you and you want something different and this job isn't serving you anymore but you may still also have anxious feelings of like how is my boss going to react how is the team going to react how am I going to support myself like all the anxious thoughts that might come as a result of that decision but you know in your body your intuition is telling you that it's time for you to leave so that's where it can get really tricky and confusing, but it's a practice to learn how to trust our gut. Because like I said before, we are born knowing how to trust our gut. And I did speak about this actually on one of my TikToks. So if you've heard this on TikTok, I do apologize, but I'm just going to share it again. So we're born knowing how to learn it knowing how to listen to our intuition. And an example that I use on my TikTok is let's just say when you were a young when you were a young girl and 
you had this feeling in your gut that there was something off about your uncle. Just something weird about him. Your body was saying it's just something's off here and I don't want to go up and hug him when I greet him. That's what your body was telling you. But your mum, you know, just doing what she thinks is right, notices that you didn't go and hug him and she pulls you up and says, you know, that was really rude of you, that you didn't hug your uncle, go and hug him. You say no and then she kind of tells you, well, that's really rude. You should always greet people with a hug, like be nice, you know, trying to push that good girl conditioning cycle that I feel like a lot of us girls go through. And in that moment, you learn that it's not safe for you to trust your intuition. You need to listen to your mom and you hug your uncle. Examples like that over and over and over again disconnects us from our intuition. So I'm going to I'm gonna talk to you in a little bit about how to actually, what are some things that you can do to connect back with your intuition. But if you're in a situation where you are presented with something and you don't know, okay, let's just say you want to start a side hustle. Is that a good example? Maybe you want to start a side hustle. It could be literally anything. It could be maybe you want to leave your job. Maybe you want to move. Maybe you want to break up with your partner. Maybe you want to start a podcast, whatever it is. Let's just We'll go through these questions. I'll put up a post on my Instagram um, so you can come back to this in a little bit. So you've got your example. I'm just going to use um, you want to start your side hustle and you don't know whether, you know, you should trust your anxiety or, or your intuition or you don't know which one is actually where this idea or this thought is coming from. Okay. So one, is this helping me, aligning me or sabotaging me? So I feel like if, it was, if you wanted to start a side hustle and it was something you were genuinely interested in, because I think it's one thing to want to start a side hustle, but it's a completely other thing to want to start a side hustle just for the sake of like money, because I'm all for that. But I would say starting a side hustle where you're actually passionate about it and it is aligned with you is probably better than starting a side hustle that's just for money. And then again, like also you know, I understand why people would want to start a side hustle just for money, but I feel like it's probably, there's better benefits to starting a side hustle um, that is more aligned with you rather than it being just for money because with alignment will come money. The next question, is this coming from my body, which is intuition, or my brain, which is anxiety? Is the message coming from the now? which is anxiety, is the message coming from the now, which is intuition, or is it coming, or is it in the future or the past? So you could be having a question of like, what if this happens, which is anxiety? Is the message that you're receiving, so going back to, you're, you're receiving a message of, I want to start a side hustle. Is this message more like curiosity, which is intuition, or is it more fear, which is anxiety? So questions like that can really help you um, determine whether it's anxiety or intuition. How to connect with your intuition. I think the important thing here is 
to be connected to your intuition, especially if you don't know how to do it and you've dismissed it for so long, you have to show up for yourself and give your body the space for it to come through. And this is how you can do it. We have to be connected to our body in order for us to connect with our intuition. Because when we aren't present and when we're stuck in the monkey mind and the and our constant thoughts, we are not going to be connected with our intuition. We have to get out of our minds and come back to the present moment. But how can we actually learn how to come back to our body? So I have a few examples here. And one that just like came to mind then is literally taking yourself out for a walk in nature without listening to anything. Because when we listen to something, we are stimulating our brains. And again, we're not present. So when you go for a walk in nature, just practice being present with yourself and connecting to your body and asking yourself how you feel and being aware of your surroundings. And one thing that I've been doing lately, if I, you know, am ruminating on a thought and it's actually been working or because my thoughts just like go a million miles an hour, especially when I'm not incorporating things like meditation and all my other foundations into my life is like let's just say I have a thought something I did or said on the weekend it just comes up and I go that's in the past let it go and I let it go and it most likely doesn't come back or if it does come back I just do it again so if you're walking and you are someone who struggles with being present as it is and when you don't have headphones in or anything you're not talking to someone on the phone just practice that that little exercise there of like if, if you're trying to connect with yourself and see how your body feels and you're trying to connect with your five senses you just tell yourself you have the thought you let it go you detach from it and here's also the thing with the five senses is when you practice focusing on your five senses and you have to name two things that you can hear two things that you can taste two things that you can see two things that you can smell what's the other one did I say five anyway you have no other option but to physically put yourself in the present moment. Because if I just told myself, what can you see? Blue. I literally didn't have a thought then because I was literally looking at my um, podcast picture and I can see blue. You know, what can I taste right now? My my bad breath. (laughs) I didn't have a thought then. So when you focus yourself to focus on those senses, you're giving yourself no other option than to be present. So another good thing that we can do that's going to connect us with our intuition is breath work. Another big one that I've been doing lately, as you guys would know, is yoga. I find yoga, well, yoga and stretching is really good for, they're like good practices to bring ourselves back into our body, which is going to strengthen our intuition. It's so difficult for me, but I fucking love it because again, it forces you to be present. You're connecting with your body and it yeah it forces you to be present I you know with the breathing and the movements and checking in with your body and I just have really been loving yoga for that sense another really good one because this is a meditative practice and you could do this in breath work or in a breath work practice we were doing this in I did another breath work class last night um 
at the breath house and at the end of the break the breath session she got us to do oh no it was kind of like in the um um I just had a thought uh I was saying to my friend Jazz who I did the class last night that I want to maybe put out a few like podcast like episodes that are me taking you through a meditation or me me taking you through a breath work um like mini session that you guys can use whenever you want because I feel like again I always talk about this stuff but sometimes people just will like hear it and then you don't do anything about it but if I could provide you like somewhere to go or even put it up on a YouTube or something so you don't have to flick through all my episodes to find it I feel like that would be really good because there's so many different ones and I could make them shorter I could make them long whatever you guys want I feel like if you think that's a good idea and you'd actually listen to it let me know and I can do that for you guys anyway the body scanning we were doing this um kind of last night like Ella was saying who's the breathwork instructor just like how does um your um the back of your legs feel and um is there any tension in your jaw and let that go so body scanning if you haven't done it I would suggest you know just like maybe do this after you've done meditation or this can be a meditative practice so you lay down you just check in with yourself you you start from your toes and you work all the way to your head and you just check in with how you feel is there any tension in your toes um any tightness where do you feel you know the most at ease with your body and then once you've kind of like checked in with your toes and focus on your toes and you move up to your calves and you check in with your calves are they tight how do they feel let it go move up to your knees and so on and you just do it really slowly anyway I'll yeah that literally you could literally just YouTube like Google on like search up on YouTube one of those practices and it would come up another good practice is just trusting our bodies on what they want and need in our day-to-day actions so i did hot pilates yesterday i'm on my pezza for those who don't know my boyfriend calls my period my pezza don't know why i'm on day one okay i'm menstruating i'm in my menstruation phase ladies because we all know because we've all listened to my hormone episode with the hormone specialist and if you haven't gone listen to it um with Virginia and I obviously knew that my period was coming and that's something that has taken me time and practice and patience just like learning how I feel before my period I know that I um my energy gets really low before my period also this needs to be celebrated I got my period this is the first time I didn't have PMD PMDD symptoms premenstrual dysphoric disorder before my period for the first time in a very very long time and it all comes down to the work that I've been doing with my my coach Laura a massive shout out to her I'm so grateful it is so good to not feel debilitating depression low energy just pure shit basically like you don't want to get up out of bed you don't want to see anyone you don't want to talk to anyone the intrusive thoughts that I would have gotten in the past were just unexplainable and it I'm gonna do an episode about like 
PMDD because I feel like not enough people know about it, but also a lot of people struggle with it. So it's like basically the week before your period. It's not PMS. It's, I don't want to say severe PMS because it's not PMS, but like the symptoms are, you know, you're just a completely different person and it's like normally lasts a week or a few days and it's just before your period. And a lot of people mistake it for depression, but it's not. It's like got to do with the drop in your hormones. And if you've got things like nutrient deficiencies and you're not addressing your stress and your lifestyle, then that can play into it. And that's what I've been doing with my coach, which has been amazing. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, trusting my body and going back to my actions in hot Pilates because it was a moment that I trusted my body yesterday. I knew that my period was coming. I didn't feel my best, but I still moved my body because there's a difference between listening to our body and just like not having the discipline, discipline, (laughs) did I say it right? I don't know, (laughs) to go, right? So I still made myself go to to hot Pilates because I wanted to move my body. But when we were in there, there was kind of like a cardio um, section where we were doing like high knees and stuff um, and mountain climbers. And you had the option to do high knees or mountain climbers. And I did mountain climbers because I knew in the moment I was like, I'm not pushing myself because I intuitively know that my body doesn't need that right now. It needs like slow movements and that's why I'm here. I'm still moving, but I'm listening to myself because before our period, we should like slow slow down and take a step back on our workouts, but still move, right? I was still doing that. Um, And it got to the point and I was just, you know how like when you do um, mountain climbers, you can like do it really fast or like some people will just do it like quite slow. I was just doing it quite slow. And in that moment, that was a moment where I was trusting my body. But when I do that class again and if mountain climbers and high knees comes up and I'm out of my menstruation and I'm in my – oh, so it's menstruation. Follicular? ovulation so in my follicular and ovulation that's when you absolutely pump it that's when you push the fuck out of yourself when you do the high knees but in luteal is it luteal or luteal and your menstruation that's when you should like really slow down and listen to your body so that was an example of when I really listened to my body I didn't push myself um I was also craving carbs yesterday so I cooked myself like sweet potato And I did beans and turkey mints and I made like, um, well, I didn't make, but there was, I'd like put taco seasoning in. Um, it was just like pure ingredients. There's a really good brand that I found that it's just good, solid ingredients, um, compared to like your traditional fucking taco seasoning that's filled with crap. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's, that's. Now I'm going to go through how do my friends navigate the difference between anxiety and their intuition. So friend one, (laughs) I just told them that I was going to keep this anonymous. Um, This friend one, she said that the thought that comes to mind first that replays over and over until you make the decision and it's not as important as unpleasant anxiety like quitting your job that's anxiety I mean that's intuition friend two so friend two basically is trying to say that 
anxiety for her is she, when she has anxiety, well, when, how she tells the difference is like anxiety, she more feels sick. But with her intuition, it's more of a grounding and calming feeling in her body. Like her body knows that it's the right decision. But whereas anxiety, it's more that sickness in your body or like just thoughts in your mind that may be making your body feel just uneasy. And then friend three says, for me, feeling anxious and feeling my intuition are two very different feelings. When I'm anxious, I have fearful thoughts and tend to overthink a lot. For my intuition, it's almost a calm knowing and I don't have an explanation for it. You just know you're right. Yeah, that's beautiful. Okay, well, I'm wrapping it up for this episode, guys. But just quickly, um, this is a reminder for everyone. If you haven't gone and gotten your moles checked, go and get them checked. I went and got mine checked last week was very overdue to go get them checked but I got them checked and they're all good I'm all good I'm all in the clear but I just think it's good don't let something like that don't put it off like I did um just go and do it this is your mind it's super fucking important to get them checked we don't want skin cancer we don't you know we want to go and get that done okay um and I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Uh, Basically, you know, your intuition is that feeling in your stomach. You just know it's offensive. It's a, it's a, it's a gift that, you know, grounds you and it's, it, you know, it's there to serve you for your, for the best possible outcome it's your inner knowing you just get this feeling in your body but it should be a good feeling whereas anxiety it's going to be those catastrophizing thoughts they're going to be negative thoughts in your in your mind and that's just like they're two very different things and remember to go back and ask yourself those questions in the moments that you don't know so is this helping me, aligning me or sabotaging me? Is it coming from my body or my brain? Is the message coming from the now or is it in the future or the past? And is this message more like curiosity or is it fear? So yeah, whatever you guys are doing right now, whether you're walking your dog, you're cooking, you are at work secretly listening to this podcast, if you're at home, if you're in your room folding your washing, whatever you're doing, except for driving, of course, if you could just take a second and give me a rating wherever you listen to this podcast, it would mean the absolute world to me. Obviously, only if you like listening, of course. If you do good, you will receive good. The universe always has your back and Karma is real also in a good sense. So it's the little things. When you serve others, good things will come back. And it is little things like this that I appreciate and go a long way for me and this podcast and they're going to allow me to continue doing what I do and give you free advice, free brain dumps and free therapy advice not to ever replace therapy of course if you could do the small things like share this to a friend process to your story and tag me or just the simplest thing of giving me a rating and review even if you are someone who listens on spotify and then if you have apple podcasts if you go and give me a rating on there as well the rating and reviews are just not it on my apple podcast i don't have that many and i've copped a few negative ones which sucks here for the feedback and i appreciate it but If you love me, 
I would appreciate if you could do that. Anyway, um, yeah, that's it for me this week. I have some very exciting guests and topics planned. So make sure you are, the notifications are turned on so you know when I'm releasing an app. That was the end of today's episode. And remember, guys, nothing changes if nothing changes.